Hear ye, hear ye, I've returned from my, uh, my journey up north to the land of Bristol for ye old renaissance fair. Oh, mm, I went two days this weekend, this, uh, morrow, uh, and, uh, I came back with an accent. <laughs> Don't know how to stop talking like this. Have not. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I think it's great. Oh, Mary, well. Justin, have you ever perchance attended? I'm going to stop this. Have you ever been to the Renaissance Fair? Oh, I have. Uh, actually, recently. I think it was last year. Um, was my first and only time was at the Ren Fair. First time. Yep. Yep. My goodness, what did you think, man? Uh, well, before the Ren Fair part of it, I was shocked at how many because this was still like pandemic ish time, right? And there were so many people. Yeah. Yes. It's just so many of them. And also this, worth pointing out, pandemic still ongoing. That's true. This is true. It's, Go on. it's still happening. But like this was like the summer, like when things were like reopening and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just one of the first times to be surrounded by this many people. Um, yeah. But uh, the, it, the the fair itself was really kind of fun. Um, I mean, minus the, all the people, there was just so much like stuff to see, people watching to do. Um, the, the jousting show was fun. Mm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The food was as overpriced as you'd expect it to be. Uh, but I, I would definitely go back. I, I, I don't think I, I dressed up. Appropriately, did you dress up for this? Uh, so I went on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, it was my girlfriend's birthday, so I took her because we went in 2019 before the pandemic. She, I took her for the first time uh, then, and she, it's like totally her her shit. <laughs> um, so for her birthday, we went up uh, north like an hour, uh, just on the border of Wisconsin. Uh, went to Six Flags on Friday because we thought the Renaissance Fair would be open on Friday. It was not. Uh, so we were like, well, I guess we're here. So went to Six Flags, and then we went uh, Saturday and Sunday. So we dressed up on Sunday. Uh, just like simple stuff. She had a fun little green dress from Amazon. I had a fun little um, like like blousey white sort of shirt uh, that we also upgraded by. Uh, I did buy. <laughs> I did. Uh, it's interesting being an adult and having your own money. Uh, because I did spend some money on um, a giant piece of leather armor that goes over my shoulder um, that I'm going to use <laughs> for some future cosplay thing <laughs> at some point. Um, but also, what's interesting is, uh, even though it is in Wisconsin, uh, when it's July 24th uh, in Illinois, it's also July 24th in Wisconsin. So it was uh, to call to like say like lightly it was hot as balls. <laughs> <laughs> so we were uh, pretty drenched, pretty soaked, but we had a good time. Uh, but the reason I bring this up is actually about costumes. If you were to go to a Renaissance fair dressed as a video game protagonist, who what would you dress as? Kind of like just general fantasy, you know what I mean? Uh, okay, if I had to dress up as a character. I would probably dress up as Link because I am that kind of basic. No, I, I think that's Justin. I think that's perfectly fine. Uh, good, even wonderful. In fact, um, I, I, I don't think that's bad at all. I would probably go like I feel like now that I've got this fucking leather armor, uh, I, I could get the get the helmet and do like a 
like a Dovahkiin from Skyrim. Ooh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, uh, can you feel, can you sample yeah. your your Dovahkiin shout for me? What, what would that sound like? Yeah, let me just uh, sample my Dovahkiin shout. Here we go. I'm gonna back up from my microphone so I don't blow the audio levels into the sky. Uh, da! It's Hitbox. <laughs> going on everyone welcome back to hitbox episode number 102 hitbox is your place for (laughs) realist gaming news my name is peter hunt spitek and joining me as he has for the past 102 episodes is my good friend and co-host justin makovich how are you justin i'm doing fantastic uh i i didn't necessarily have a, a weekend filled with um renaissance fairing and roller coastering mm. but i did mm-hmm. have a weekend filled with party trolleying um party trolley. oh yes you yeah, had mentioned I, this. I, I had a, a, a an adventure on a party trolley um and the only thing that i learned from this experience is that i'm getting old <laughs> oh <It's> just, <laughs> what do you mean because like it the first thing like it was like there's a like, good people on the trolley and everything but like the whole time i'm like i think i'm losing my hearing like i just could not hold oh. a general conversation uh because of just how loud the music was um and i've also had this like weird like realization that uh when i put my airpods in i have the airpod pro that have like the the ambient sound like the noise canceling thing the noise canceling but when they don't have noise canceling it's like kind of like enhanced sound so like when i put them in i actually hear better than when i have them out because <laughs> i have this oh, like Justin, nice maybe you need a hearing aid my friend i think that's that's probably true i mean i've already like given up not listening to subtitles like i need subtitles when i'm watching shows so sure sure i think yeah i think that's uh that's uh i'm old now it's happened well uh old age comes for us all my friend um, I think I said this a few episodes ago. <laughs> you saying you're old uh, is eviscerating some people, I'm sure, because <laughs> I mean, just because you're like, yeah, I was born in 1990. Uh, I'm having a lot of pain. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I guess that's true, but um, I digress. Hey, let's let's get into talking about some video games. There's a whole lot of things to get into. Um, we've got some news to talk about. Things like the Last of Us part one footage was revealed and many were pretty underwhelmed by it ubisoft games have been hit by uh, numerous delays uh, and by that i mean numerous uh, uh ubisoft projects and then also a black panther game is in the works at ea according to one jeff grubb we'll get into all of that and more but before we do justin i want to remind our uh dear listeners here that they can join us on discord if they feel so inclined to hang out with our community to get updates about the show all that sort of stuff and they can support us on patreon should they uh feel like they want a little bit more because if you give just three dollars a month and become a deluxe podcast producer not only does your name go in the show uh the show notes but 
you also gain access to a whole lot of additional content every single week. Justin, let's talk about the Metacritic Roundup. Metacritic Roundup. It's just a toe tapper. It really is. It's it's um I'm gonna do one that's double time, one that's half time, <laughs> and one that's swung in three four. Uh, so look forward to those. <laughs> uh, let's talk about some some Metacritic games. Uh, we we briefly mentioned two of these games last week, but. They now have Metacritic scores attached to them as Dusk Falls, which is a hard name to say, actually, like the as Dusk as Falls dusk Falls Dusk Dusk. Yeah, isn't do, it kind of weird? Do you have multiple? Well, how do you say the plural of Dusk? Dusks. Is. Uh, yeah, I guess dusks, dusks does it take to make a day end? <laughs> just one. Just one Dusk. Um, but it takes like 30 to make a month end. It's a lot of Dusks, dusks out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so As Dusk Falls earned a 77 on Xbox Series X and a 79 on PC. This sort of goes in line. We talked about this last week. Um, I played it. I gave it a 9 out of 10 on the Xbox Series X uh, on Gameskinny.com. I linked to the review of that on our Twitter page at HitboxPod. Always be plugging. Um, I, to be honest, based on what I played, and I know we're going to talk about it later because you did play some as well. I think this is actually a little low, um, based on just my experience with the game, but I mean, Metacritic knows all it's, it's unfallible, unfallible, you know? Yeah. I think it's partially also, I just don't think games like this review very universally. I mean, think about like, uh, the quarry, like that got a similar kind of score range yeah. for the being a kind of like, you know, narrative game like this. Um, and I think that just for whatever reason, maybe it's just not as mainstream of a medium as, as uh, or a type of game as other things. But yeah, I, I, I am a little shocked that this reviewed like this. Not that a 77 is a bad score. No, not um, at all. But like it had all the all the things like pointing in the direction of it being a bigger hit than this, I thought. But yeah, agreed. But I also think that uh, like to your point. I feel like people who are looking to sit down and play a video game might not necessarily want to sit down and play this. Yeah. Because, I mean, the interaction is so limited and, like, you're not, like, controlling a character walking around. You're just making choices, doing quick time events and, like, scanning rooms and stuff like that. So, um, like, I do see why if you are sitting down for, like, pound for pound gameplay, this probably isn't the game you are going to want to play. But um, I do think it is cool to check out like i said we'll talk about your thoughts on it a little bit later in the show uh, but you know it's on game pass so i feel like it's it's tough to not recommend just on that alone yeah and i i just think like hey try it out <laughs> i mean it, do you like the quarry do you like story-based decision games well then you'll probably like this one because this is a good one of those yeah agreed uh Agreed. Uh, next up, we hear. Excuse me. Next up, here we have "Live Alive" or "Live a Live." Do we know? Do we have any confirmation on how to say this? Name? Maybe it's "Live Alive." Live alive. Live a life. Live a dusks. Live a dusks. Live a dusks. Dusks falls. a dusks. Dusk dusks to, to falls. Dusks to falls. Well, "Live Alive" is the um, remake of what is this? A Super Famicom game? Yeah, it was like never released in the U.S. I don't believe. In the U.S. Yeah, yeah it's like a JRPG, uh, but it was remade in that. Um, how do you even call that? This like new pixel art style that a lot of these Square games are are being released under. It looks like like your Octopath Travelers or your um, Triangle Strategy. Triangle Strategies. Yeah, just as confusing um, of a name. Yeah, but this follows like 
a bunch of different characters in a bunch of different timelines. Uh, and I think this is on Switch and I think maybe PC. But it currently has an 81 on the Switch, um, which that seems like a solid JRPG title to pick up. It seems like a lot of people are really enjoying this. Uh, are you interested in this? I am. Uh, I, I The reason I didn't buy it was because of uh, the, the other big JRPG that I'm... Uh, well, it's not really JRPG, the JRPG action pg that's coming out next week uh which is xenoblade so i don't like necessarily want to like rush this one or like start it and then not finish it um but i think it's kind of cool like from from what i'm hearing it's like the each individual chapter or each story is very different from the other ones they don't necessarily carry over like progress or things like that um so each one is its own like bite-sized chunk using a very similar combat style so i think it'd be cool to try out um, but I'm not like needing to play it. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. Uh, like, I've looked at it. It looks cool. It looks like something I would probably enjoy. But it's just one of those things that like I just don't think I'll ever get to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm fine with letting some games go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think um, I was gonna say uh, uh, Fire Emblem, but that's not true. I'll play that eventually. Well, I mean, like I, I tweeted at you about this. Uh, I mean, you got a couple days till Xenoblade comes out. You might as well just pick up Red Dead Two. Oh, right, exactly. Like that's one that maybe I'll pick up eventually. But also, if I never play, I'll just have to accept like this is a great game that's just <laughs> I'll never have the time for. Because uh, like I've been just like shoving everything off of my calendar in anticipation of Xenoblade being like this can be long. Um, so there you go. Yeah, uh, Live Alive 81 on the Switch. If you're a JRPG fan, you are eating good right now. Um, last thing here on our Metacritic Roundup is Stray, which we briefly mentioned last week because it is out now, and it has an 84 on the PS5 and an... Come on, load for me. And an 83 on the PC. Um I mean, we, we can sort of get into this now. I am really liking Stray. I've been playing it. I'm in chapter 10. I know you finished it. How are you How are you finding it? I kind of love it. Um, And, like, I hate cats. Yeah, I'm not a cat person, and I'm kind of, like, very into it. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people talk about, like, how it's such a good cat game. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I think, feel cats are more evil than this. <laughs> I do like that uh, one of the features is you can just knock stuff off ledges. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think that's kind of fun, but... Uh, but no, I think this game is great. Um, it's, just, it's, like, right along the kind of game that I want um, in terms of the types of puzzles that you're doing, the exploration that you're doing. Um, it's like, I think, a, a game that I can compare it to in the, in the way it plays, sort of. Um, it reminds me a lot of, like, an inside... Um, or mm, yeah. like it's kind of it's kind of linear, but also there are certain parts in this game that are not linear, um, and there's more like open exploration, which I kind of like um, in this game a lot more than those kind of games. But it is kind of like this like post-apocalyptic story, but also just a very simple story about trying to find your family or friends or whatever. Um, and I love the world building in it too. It, for a game about robots and a cat, like, <laughs> it is surprisingly really warm. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Like, I think the way that the robots are portrayed is really, like, heartwarming and a little sad, too. Um, like, the idea is, hey, all of humanity is extinct. You play as a cat running around a city of robots that have sort of, like, um, gotten their own humanity. 
they, they like make art and they have all of the like they have individual likes and dislikes and preferences i guess that's the same thing uh and like jobs and, and stuff that they do uh in a way that's more than just like service because it's from what i i've read in like the lore and, and and things like that when robots were first created in this world like they were just made to be you know servants and, and to help out with things and stuff but ever since humanity died uh following what i i think is a pandemic from what it says um they sort of just were left to inherit everything uh, to inherit everything um and then make their own path which i thought was it's kind of cool and and it's yeah it's, it's something that i think is a little warm because you just like oh you've got these people who love to just exist and to find meaning in the things that they do and i think that's kind of fun yeah and i mean the, the i i just think like how they tell the story too it's like all of that stuff about the world and like what happened to humans and everything is such like the backdrop like yeah if you want you can just rush through the game without really engaging in any of that stuff um but uh, if you really start to like talk to every character, look for every collectible, do everything like that, then you really start to like get like this like really rich, interesting science fiction dystopian kind of tale. Um, and I think the game is kind of like beautiful with its design. Like not only is the mm -hmm. world itself really cool and realized, but like you know you just like look out into the the vistas and like you see all these like really beautiful kind of things and uh the game itself i would say the one critique i would give it is that it's just a little short um like i think it took me about 5 or 6 hours to get through that first playthrough um but once i do all like the extra um once i get done with all the extra like trophies and stuff to get the platinum with it it'll probably end up being around 11 hours of me playing it um, sure. So I think that's a good length, the 11 hours. Uh, so I would recommend people to try to uh, get the platinum on this as well. This is a great trophy list. A mm. great trophy mm. list. You don't like the one that you have to do where you got a speed run? Yep, my last one, the speed run. I, I, I think the reason this isn't a good game for a speed run is because there's so much of it is just like boring cutscenes. You can't like, not boring is the wrong word. Um, it's like things you can't like skip. Like when you're talking to someone, or there's a section when you're on a boat that you can't like skip yeah, through. Yeah, you just so have to like sit there. It doesn't for really it. lend itself to being a good um, speed running game. And yeah, I, that's fair. I think the length is just rough enough to make you like I. I realistically, I think you could easily like go through a playthrough, try to speed run it, and not beat it in the two hours. Yeah, okay. I see what you mean. Like, little room for error. I mean, I think even the world record time when I was checking when I was first starting this was, like, a hour 20. Um, okay, yeah. So and those are for people who, like, go hard at this, so. Yeah. But. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, okay. So, apart from that, then, I, I think that you're, you make some good points. But, yeah, I, I think it's got a nice trophy list that just sort of makes sure that you're exploring. Yeah, oh, you know, absolutely. Which is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think really any trophy that makes me play it again is a bad trophy in my in my mind. Um, sure. But this one does a really good job about the chapter selecting, lets you go back to like try other things, and it like mm -hmm. makes it really easy to get to that platinum. And I also think like the speed run will probably be easier by the time I've like done all the other trophies and like explored the world many times and like different parts. So I, it'll be yeah. manageable, and it's I, worth um, to do. I I think that the first time that it really opens up in chapter what is that four for the slums. 
uh, which is when you've got to like they basically just give you a, a general direction of like, hey, head towards this this big sign. You're like, OK. Um, and you start to just say like, oh, there's a shop over here. Oh, there's a guy playing guitar. Oh, there's all sorts of stuff here. Uh, I am immediately filled with like, well, I should probably see all this before I go on to the next quest, you know, main quest thing. Like, whatever. Fine. But then personally, I got like really invested with like what's going on around here and, and talking to everyone because most people don't actually have that much to say. Most of the robots don't have that much to say, but they have enough to say this kind of like, oh, this guy's got a little personality here. Um, and they mostly say like all the same thing when you like show them a quest item. They don't have like unique stuff to say about it, but they do like point you in the right direction. Um, it's cool. I, I do really like it. I find it to be really unique. Uh, it's world to be really like realized and like, I don't know, maybe... I I've never played anything that's quite like it in terms of its approach to science fiction, which I think is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even that, like, I think the story is great. I think the gameplay is fun and uh, I highly recommend it. Plus if you are nervous about it and you have PlayStation upgrade for a month to get the PlayStation plus premium or extra or whatever it is, just so you can experience that stuff too. And essentially you'll get the game for free. Yeah. Because you can beat this game in a month and be fine with it. <laughs> like, easy, easily. easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's it's great. So there you go. We'll probably be talking a little bit more about Stray in our Patreon-exclusive episode that comes out this week. So if you're interested more about that, go ahead and take a look at our Patreon. Patreon.com slash HitboxPod. It's so easy. It's $3 a month. We love you. Um... Other games that are upcoming, because that'll do it for the Metacritic Roundup. But the other games that are releasing later this week, we've got Multiverses, which is the um, Warner Brothers... What are, what are we calling those games? Like uh, plat uh, Platformer platform Fighters? Platform Fighters, yeah. Um, which just announced that LeBron James and both Rick and Morty will be there. They're, come, they're joining the fray. Um, have you dipped into that beta still? Or is that even open still? Uh, I, I downloaded the beta. I just haven't played it. Um, I know they were yeah, running okay. it. But, I mean, it's free to play. So, like, do it. <laughs> I mean, like, my yeah. my ultimate thing is that if you're inter interested in this game or you like platform uh, fighters, like, this is a good one of those. Um, I just still will be interested to see how they deal with the actual... Um, microtransaction stuff i think you can see but like how friendly sure. or easy is it going to be to get some of the free stuff that you don't have to pay for it sure sure that makes sense uh so that's coming july 26th two days later on july 28th we've got bear and breakfast which was announced i don't know if it was announced but it was showcased definitely at one of the um nintendo nintendo indie worlds uh it's a cute little game where you run a bed and breakfast for animals which is i'm very into yeah yeah that was a uh, game uh claire was talking about wanting to play too yeah it's cute it looks cute uh, I, I think it got delayed for the switch though I, I think it's coming out on pc only uh let me take a look real quick oh that would be that would be uh an update that claire would like to hear about if that was the case yeah let's take a look here yeah okay so uh july 28th for pc a little a little later on for switch okay um so well, she can get yeah, into we, Xenoblade Chronicles until. That yeah, game I'm sure. Comes out. Yeah, that's pretty entry level, right? Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, then you know, the next day, the 29th, we've got Xenoblade Chronicles three coming out, which we'll be playing and talking about. I'm sure. Is that Friday or is that Thursday? I think it's Friday. Friday. Yeah, Friday. Friday. Okay. 
We'll see how much I play of that this weekend. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'll get that that much in, but I'll try. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll definitely have things to say about it at least in the next in the coming weeks here. Uh, and then also on July 29th is Digimon Survive, which is a Digimon video game <laughs> that I know people who like Digimon are excited for, but um, I have no feelings on it. Will not play. <laughs> I just know that uh, the the Digimon uh, are digital monsters, and they are the champions. I, see, I don't even like. I know one of them looks like Charmander, except he's cooler. Except, is he cooler? He's got bigger hands. Well, I mean, no if you call him cooler, tail. the fact that you're sentient, and then are they sentient? I mean, he talks like English. They talk. Yeah. Like, did you ever watch the talks. anime cartoon? Whatever no. it was. No, I, I know nothing about oh, Digimon. Oh, cool, 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 cool. So, yeah. yeah. Do they talk? Yeah. What are they... Are they like... Is it like Pokemon where they're like fighting each other? Sometimes. It's not like... It's not like Seta. It's more like this is the world we live in rather than it being like we're going to like be the best trainer in the world. Gotcha. So it's like... They go well, on adventures and stuff. Fight, but okay. Got it. Well, Digimon Survive is coming out for you, Justin. Well, uh, on for July my fantasy uh, open critic team. So <laughs> yeah, I saw you pick that up. I saw you pick that up. Come on, Bear and Breakfast and Multiverses. This is a big week for Team Team Peter here. Um, don't. <laughs> hey team, don't fucking let me down. <laughs> I need this. I need this. I checked. Everyone else has like you know like sixty points. I have fucking nine points. <laughs> let's. I've I've not had that many games come out, but like, come on, Multiverses, Bear and Breakfast. Let's get it together here. Um, I hope enough people review Bear and Breakfast. Anyway, you want to talk about the news, Justin? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's take a look at some news stories here. The first one, the big one, is uh, Last of Us Part 1. Earlier in the week, there was some leaked gameplay footage, uh, about three minutes worth, I think. Or it was either three or six. Um, I didn't catch it. I think it's been taken down at this point. Mm -hmm. But um, what ended up happening is then on Thursday night, uh, Naughty Dog published a pretty extensive 10-minute look at the features and gameplay uh, updates that are coming for um, the PS5 version of this game, which will be launching in like early September. Yeah, September 2nd. Um I think they also announced here, I don't know if this was the announcement, but it was the first time I caught it, that this is also coming out for PC. Not day and date, but eventually. Uh, and again, um, I think that, that's going to be pretty standard now for Sony First Party from now until seems forever. Seems that way. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they've announced at some point this year, like, we are looking to increase our PC uh, footprint, which, happy for, for those PC players. Uh, Justin, I watched this. <laughs> You, after you sent it to me, I saw because you sent it to me, uh, where you basically said that you know after watching it, it's maybe making you rethink whether or not you you should buy it. Um, so before we get into your opinion about it, I just want to say like the, the ten the ten minute video is is pretty interesting. Um, they do show you like a lot of those accessibility features, which I think hands down make this remake worth it because uh, from some people who I've seen uh, from disabled gamers, I uh, have said like. The first Last of Us was pretty much unplayable for for a wide range of people who have disabilities. Um, so the fact that this gets everything that was in The Last of Us 2, which was, I mean, just monstrous in terms of how many accessibility options and features were in there, in addition to something new that they showcased here that I think has never been put in a video game before, which was um, fully uh, descri full descriptive audio. Which is awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I mean, yeah, that that is that is really really something. Uh, so the fact that fact alone makes this remake, in my opinion, worth it, so that more people can be able to play this. That said, for people who have already played it, for us fans of the original who maybe replayed it what, two years ago at this point, uh, what do you think about this, man? Because they were talking a lot about how like we can finally make this the true vision that we had back in 2013 or 2012 or whenever the hell that game came out. Uh, but it kind of looks a lot like the original. <laughs> it looks better. Like it looks really fucking good. But um, what, how did how did this grab you? I mean, I, it was already like one of those games that I was kind of like, well, I guess I'll play it when it comes back out, like to see what they did with it. But like as someone yeah. who's not like super into like visual upgrades and like things like that, like I don't care if it looks like, you know, janky or whatever, as long as it kind of plays well. It didn't look to me that this stuff is going to be drastically a different gameplay experience. It'll be improved in almost every way. It'll be the best way to play it. I'll never pro- probably want to go back to the old versions of it, but I don't feel like it's something that is going to change video games or impact video games like uh last of us part two or even the original last of us release date was um but i don't think that means this game shouldn't exist sure it's just your personal preference right right right. um so i guess my question for you is what changed between when this was originally announced to this video like what did this video change in you that said oh maybe i don't need i don't need to play this i mean it i don't want to sound reductive when i say this but it is the same game did you not think it would be i thought they would like they might change up some of what they did but like it looks kind of like everything with like better models better graphics better everything same basic level layout same basic things like that um just everything looks better and it's not again it's not just a remaster like this is clearly like everything it's is a from ground the ground up, up. It looks different. They did some really interesting comparisons between like PS4 Pro and like the PS5 about the mm-hmm. old versus the new one and how those things look. Um, but again, I'm not going to like I don't want to sit there and like look at the Vista again or like whatever. And I just did recently play this game in what 2020 um, again. And I don't feel like I need to play it again again. Yeah. Specifically yeah. if it is yeah. there was a $70 price tag with it. But like. Uh, even if this game was thirty dollars, would I need to play that? That's the thing. Like, like it. I, I, yeah, it's not the cost thing. I mean, for me, I, again, I guess I'm a place of privilege where it's not a cost thing. But like, even if it was thirty dollars, I just don't know if I needed to play this. No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, especially because you know they talked a lot about, or at least, um, I don't know if, if they have officially talked about this or if this is just something that people have said online with like rumors and leaks and whatever. Um, but like, you know, you're taking the gameplay stylings of the last of us two and bringing them to this. Um, and, and I think they briefly mentioned that in the video by talking about like the updated AI for the enemies. Um, but like, to me, the gameplay of the last of us two was a lot about like, Oh, there was a lot more like prone stuff where you could crawl underneath cars and underneath, um, like cover and stuff like that in a way that you could sort of get the jump on enemies. But, First of all, they didn't show that at all. Yeah. They just showed off the the AI. And then also like, well, if this is being designed like pretty like really faithfully to the the original like environments and everything, uh then that stuff like wouldn't really work cuz it's not designed with that in mind. You know, whereas like Last of Us 2 they designed each level, I imagine, by saying like, okay, we can run over stuff, we can jump over stuff, we can crawl underneath it like that sort of thing. You know what I mean by that? Yeah, and I feel like Last of Us Part Two, when you were in a combat encounter, it was much more like of a sandbox about how to go about it. And I yeah. felt like in the original Last of Us, it was much more like 
linear kind of with how you had to progress through them. You could still choose to like take out this enemy first or distract this enemy to do that kind of stuff. But it just felt like the worlds themselves were bigger and, and kind of like open to more like traversal and stuff like that than the original yeah. one. And unless they're going to really redesign these world, these, these combat encounters, which it doesn't look like they're going to do like would adding a prone to Joel's combat thing really help. I mean, that's the thing, like, probably not. Now, th- it would be interesting to see what they're going to do with uh, the Ellie section. Uh, sorry, spoiler for Last of Us Part 1. Um, like, are they going to, like, just make Ellie play kind of one-to-one with how she played in Part 2? Like, more with her movement kind of style stuff? Um, but I mean, Was there really a difference, you think? Um, Like, w- between... Well... Like with having more like prone abilities and stuff like that. Oh, I see, I see. But um, I don't know. I mean, she already played different from Joel in the original game. Like her, right? Yeah. Like she had the knife, the knife, but like it didn't break, but it wouldn't kill. Like uh, did it not? Uh, clicker in one hit. Oh sure, okay. I think. Um, right. No, I think I think it did kill clickers in one hit. Oh, then yeah. Cool. But then when you when you start back up as Joel, you're like, all right, cool, we get the knife, right? It's like, no, nah. nah, that knife is gone. <laughs> oh, no. Um. Uh, there, there was one thing I was gonna say, but oh, I'll be interested to see with that Ellie section if they throw in the Left Behind DLC in the middle, mm. or like if if that's gonna be standalone. Because I I worry that like if you throw that in the middle, like you might kind of mess up the pacing of it all. But mm-hmm. I also don't know. Um, it's it's not like that long of a DLC or anything like that. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm I'm probably I am going to be playing this. Uh, when it comes out, if not for podcast content, then what else, Justin? I, it's all about um, the podcast. I mean, I, it really is. Knowing me, though, it might be a world where I'm like, ah, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, though, about like, yo, this is like the same game, hands down. And I don't think that they've been trying to hide that necessarily. Yeah. Like, oh. I, I think that like they were pretty upfront about that when this was finally announced uh, at Summer Game Fest. But, um, yeah, the $70 price tag is, I think, a sticking point. Uh, and, and I don't think it's one of those things where, like, I think a lot of gamers have grown kind of entitled to the amount of free updates and, and um, like, major sales that go on all the time for for video games. Um, but I think $70 for a remake that is, like, literally just the same game uh, is a little steep, but... Yeah. I'm also willing to be surprised. Yeah, I mean, it's steep, but I also don't think... I honestly don't feel like Naughty Dog is just sitting here trying to nickel and dime us with this. No, not really. No, you know what I mean? mean? Like, they're saying, like, this is for new people who play this game who haven't played it before, who haven't gotten into that whole thing, who, yeah. when you go from playing one to two, it's not going to be as jarring as when you go from playing one to two, because, you know... you can't jump in last of us part two without playing part one <laughs> like you'll be lost no no absolutely not um is there a ps5 version of last of us part two yet and justin you fucking hit the nail on the head so like yes there's a ps5 upgrade but i don't know what let me let me take a look let me take a look last of us two ps5 upgrade uh, yeah, okay, so in May of 2021, uh, there was an upgrade, let's see, uh, that automatically gives the PlayStation, yep, anyone who has the game, uh, you can play it in 60 frames per second. Um, is that it? <laughs> the one Uh-oh. major difference. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
Um, there is talk of enhanced resolution surrounding this patch, but Sony has confirmed with us that as part of a suite of features, the PS5 can bring two PS4 titles. Um, so, so it is. It looks better because the PlayStation 5 can like output like upscale uh, like resolution, uh, but it pretty much seems like you were just getting uh, a higher frame rate. Okay, so I mean. There's still room for a, a, a definitive version of The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, yeah, but I think people would not like that. Well, if you um, if you get like, I mean, the whole like integrate thing, the whole like that's what they've been doing. Yeah, you, you are not wrong. Um, I, f- I t- to me personally, I feel like a seventy dollars version of Last of Us Two would be okay if it was paired with this last of us part one that makes sense do you know what i mean because i I think people are are tired of of like re-releases of this game i mean you just have to look at like how people have been feeling about it since it was announced right um i also i mean like i don't think this needs to exist necessarily um I'll play it because it'll look better, and and I love I love this story. But uh, like that first version of it plays just fine on the PlayStation Three. The version of it on the PS4 plays just fine on the PS4 and PS5. Uh, it's it's not really something that I think is necessary. Um, but I know people have been a little upset with just the. It feels like the constant re-release of this game. Yeah, um, and I think this is like the ultimate place of privilege for a company like Naughty Dog that they can spend the resources in order to take an old game of theirs and basically redo it so it Agreed. looks like their other good game that they have out there. This is not yeah. something that every company can do. This is just something that I think that Naughty Dog's kind of like, we want to see what The Last of Us 1 could have looked like in this generation. What would that look like? Which I will say, like uh, upon playing The Last of Us Part 2, like you do have those flashback scenes and they look great and you do go, you kind of are thinking like, Damn, what would that game have been like yeah, if it looked like yeah. this? Um, so I guess this is the answer. But uh, So there you go. Last of Us Part 1 coming out on September 2nd, which um, we will be talking about. Ubisoft uh, is not a company that I particularly love as of late, especially, I mean, just like particularly with their games. Um, but according to a recent Bloomberg report, uh, Assassin's Creed Rift, which I think is this, this is... Um, an Assassin's Creed game that it, it, that's the code name for it. Um, it's not like the next mainline entry, I don't think. Uh, but it's it's more of one of their smaller standalone games as opposed to this Assassin's Creed Infinity, which is coming. I think uh, I could be totally wrong, so please correct me. Uh, but it has been delayed from February to May or June because of development running behind schedule. Um, uh, yeah, it was originally planned as an expansion for the 2020 title Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, though it became a standalone project in late 2021. So uh, there's not much coming out from Ubisoft this year, is there? No. I... In addition to this, uh, Frontiers of Pandora, the Avatar game, has been delayed into 2023 in a move that was like similar to the God of War delay where you just went like, well, yeah, no one thought this was coming oh, yeah, this year. Sh- <laughs> like shock. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, there you go. Um I think they've just got uh oh yeah 2023 to 2024 uh is is when that Frontiers of Pandora was delayed too. I think it was something so, like the beginning of the fiscal year, fiscal year. or something like that yeah. which would mean the earliest we would get it then would be April of next yeah. year. 
So, I mean, there you go. Like, that's tough. I mean, because I think they've just got Skull and Bones, right? Skull they and also Bones and, like, stuff. what else? Uh, Mario Rabbids. Is there other oh, big yeah. game? I mean, it's a big... I put I put air quotes when I said big game, but, like... And that's a big game, yeah. Yeah. It's just... It's not from their, the franchises of theirs that are, like... When I think Mario and Rabbids, I do not think Ubisoft. I think right, Nintendo, right. because Mario is the headliner there. Right, exactly. Um... Yeah, because, I mean, we got Far Cry 6 last year. Uh, we got Assassin's Creed Valhalla in 2020. So, I mean, we are kind of due for one. So it's it's surprising, not surprising maybe, but um, a little interesting, at least to me, that we haven't even like seen anything of this Assassin's Creed Rift if it was meant to be coming out later this year. Um, yeah, how do you take all this? Um, I, I think with uh, uh, Ubisoft in general, um, I think there's been a lot behind the scenes with that company for quite some time whether it's been this you know these hostile takeover attempts to you know that their games just kind of being copying not i don't want to be reductive and say copy and paste but like a tired formula that they need to to innovate on remember um, when they copy and pasted the far cry 4 map <laughs> i mean every far cry 3 4 5 you know yeah um so i i think the video games industry is better when Ubisoft is good, so I hope they can still be a good company and they still release good games. Yeah. Um, so if delays will help that, but you know how these big companies work to, to investors when they see delays like this and they don't see a lot of games being released, they look that as being a bad thing. And when you know your company doesn't make money or release games, then there are cuts in other places and that is not good for the workers that's not good for the products that's not good for a lot of stuff so i hope this isn't like the harbinger of them losing their kind of size in their games i when i see something like this like exactly what you just said with these bigger companies like i do kind of tense up a little bit thinking about like Oh, that doesn't mean that they can like breathe easy because the deadline got shifted it's like oh we actually need to like double down on what we're working so that we can meet this new deadline uh not have to delay it again um delay your games it's all good yeah we'll play when we plan yeah ubisoft you're gonna be fine you're gonna make a lot of money from these games um i mean maybe not the avatar one depending on how this new movie is received i think i like i think that like those are pretty tied oh right i mean this movie is still gonna do gangbusters in theaters of course it is of course it is um but because everyone's like, I imagine going back to be like, what the fuck were we all thinking in 2010 <laughs> or 2009 or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, I I, I don't disagree, uh, but I, I worry like I, I'm curious how tied they will be, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Um, other <laughs> another delay got hit. Justin, I know it's I delay know. season. Get, this isn't this get, isn't a release season. It's delay season right now. Get your tissues ready. Okay. Lord of the Rings Gollum coming out a few months later than its original September release date. String or nothing. That's exactly what he said. And that's exactly what they said when they were trying to figure out. Uh, I don't know where I was going to go with that. Um, <laughs> Lord of the Rings Gollum. We got an update saying, hey, this is being delayed. Uh, and I see the response I've seen on Twitter sort of just anecdotally was like, Oh, well, that last trailer looked bad, and this doesn't seem like a very good game, so I guess I don't have to think about it until it comes out. <laughs> um, which I imagine, I mean, they, they were kind of vague. They just said a few more months, so, like, that could be 
December or that could be January, February, which if that's the case, Lord of the Rings Gollum, you're going to get eaten up. You know, I'm just I'm just going to say, like, if this is circled on your calendar as being like the thing that's going to get you through the next couple of months, just like it's good not to put all your eggs in one basket. You know what I mean? Agreed. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'll play this when it comes out for it's not going to be good. I mean, this is a game to me that's honestly, if it's like in the 80s, maybe even the high 70s, I might look at. But if it's not, if it's like, yeah, I'm just like, think what what would that game have to do for someone to look at it and be like, it's an eight. I mean, <laughs> like, do you think it's going to be better than Stranger of Paradise? No. Oh, wow. I mean, like, per- like personally? Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. But like, critically, probably not. I would say critically no. Uh, I would say personally, like I just, I found Stranger Paradise to just be like overall bad. Uh, I think Lord of the Rings Gollum will not be good, but I think I would probably like the gameplay style better than uh, Stranger Paradise. You know what they need? This has nothing to do with Nintendo, but if Nintendo came out with a Gollum amiibo, I'd love that. Just him like sort of like sitting there with his big old bony knees, giant feet. With a fish in his hands. Fish in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I'd buy that. Yeah. What, are, what, what, what would happen when you scan it into a game? What would what item would you get? Uh, if you scanned it in uh, Breath of the Wild, you get dubious food. <laughs> 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 there you go. Black Panther. How did, uh, the Black Panther, welcome to, or not welcome to Wakanda, Wakanda forever. <laughs> um, that's a movie that's coming out November 11th. Starfield move that's release date to get away from uh, Wakanda forever. Um, new trailer for that came out uh, as, when was that? Yesterday, two days ago from San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, and then Jeff Grubb tweeted like, trailer looks great. We're talking about uh, Black Panther game today. And then... He talked about how there is a Black Panther game in early development by EA. It is single player open world where you take the mantle of the Black Panther. And that's kind of all we have on it because it's early in development. I mean, we can we we shouldn't expect this for a long time, but Um, um, did did any word about the studio like what like what part of EA? So uh, headed by former monolith boss kevin stevens so, so monolith a, a new they, I mean, monolith a new group so monolith is um didn't they make shadow of war and shadow of mordor i think so but like it's not monolith studios it's like a no, former they're working monolith on Woman. person who's gonna come in and do it um yeah. I, you know good uh i you know would be the first to tell you i would not have expected jedi fallen order by respawn to be like as good as it was um, and if you get, uh, like, uh, a, a team that's known to make open world games onto a game like this, I could see that being another fun game. I think Black Panther's moveset could be fun, uh, in an open yeah, world setting. Agreed. And I think it does fit with that monolith kind of, uh, feeling to it. Um, mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot you could do with, with, a, a Black Panther video game story wise, structure wise, a lot of things like that. So, um, I am excited, but I'm not going to wait for this game until I hear more about it. Yeah, agreed. I mean, if it's an early development, I mean, we've got quite some time before that. Uh, but uh, speaking of Black Panther, what do you us. think about the Wakanda Forever trailer? I mean, it looks awesome. Like that, oh, that was, <laughs> like, that was... 
Uh, it looks. Uh, it is probably one of Marvel's best trailers. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I think the Infinity War trailer, that first one, where it's like there was an idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like really good. Uh, but I mean, this it just looks so great. Yeah. Um, it, it was the. I mean, from the from the actual like scenes and how they're like doing so much good teasing about like what's what's going to happen happen <laughs> in it. Because that's the thing for me. I'm like, I don't know where this goes. Yeah. With with. with Chadwick Boseman, you know, having passed away, uh, they said we're, we're not recasting Which T'Challa. Which is brilliant. The, it's the move. And, and it, what was nice, uh, if you remember, um, who made, was it Crystal Dynamics made the Avengers game, or was that Ida's Montreal? You said whoever made Whoever made the Avengers game, mm-hmm. if you remember, uh, they were going to throw in new uh, the new Black Panther update, and then Chadwick Boseman passed away, and then they were like, we're going to delay that. Yeah, we get um, which was which was wonderful and perfectly respectful and whatever. Similar thing about like we do not need to recast this character. Uh, I mean, this guy was him. Yeah, you know. Yep. Uh, so yeah, great trailer, really good. Uh, so I'm really excited to see where it goes. Uh, and it looks like uh, someone's picking up the mantle. So I, and it was it wasn't clear as who who it was. Someone's drinking we'll the flower. Which didn't all those burn? Aren't those gone? What's gonna happen? I. Didn't understand really what happened towards the end there. It's going to be I mean, like yes, in the right. movie Limit- Limitless with Bradley Cooper. Someone like has to drink blood. Drink um, his yeah. the blood. That would be so disrespectful. What the fuck? I mean, oh gosh, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> That's why there are smarter people than me who are out there for Marvel writing these stories. That's what we'd end up with. I suppose that's true, but we also got the Eternals. So, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna still stick by it. The idea was good. The execution. Yeah. Should have been a Disney Plus TV show. Should have been a Disney Plus TV show. Anyway, uh, moving on. Nintendo of America tweets out, y'all remember Wii Sports? Uh, or Switch Sports? No, they didn't do this. They said, <laughs> tweeted out, get a kick out of this. On July 26th, uh, a free update for Nintendo Switch Sports adds new features like the ability to use the leg strap accessory in 4-on-4 and 1-on-1 soccer matches, new volleyball moves, and more. Uh, and then following this up by reach for the top in the online pro league with the addition of the new S rank and infinity rank show the competition, your skills and see how high you can rank. So they finally finished the feature where you put the leg strap on in soccer. I'm telling you, like how are they messing this up so badly and how are people still buying this shit? I mean, I bought it. Uh, I liked it, but it's but it's not deep. It's it's just not very good. Uh, I mean, it's wild even that they launched like the physical edition of this game launched with the leg strap, and the leg strap didn't work. Right, like that's... When was that? In May? It must have been April, right? Now, again, I think updates like this, it's good to have updates. It's good to have like yeah, stuff agreed. that keeps coming. But like, we're still waiting on golf. What was the other sport that they were going to come out with? Dodgeball and basketball. Dodgeball and basketball and stuff like that. But like, I, I just, it's like the weirdest model that they're doing with these games now. They're like releasing these kind of unfinished games, and then they keep like drip feeding you along the whole time, but to a, a pace that is so slow. <laughs> Like uh, Mario Strikers came out with a, a new update with Daisy yeah. and Shy Guy oh, yeah. in a new yeah, course, yeah, yeah. and that was it. 
Which, like, I mean, I think that's more substantial than this. This is nothing. Oh, no. This yeah, is this, nothing. Yeah, this, this one's nothing. But even for the, the strikers thing, the issue wasn't a not enough characters. The issue wasn't enough courses. The issue is that there's just so bare bones with what you got to do with that game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know anyone who's going to, like, be sucked back in for Switch Sports with this. Um, I mean, I played the soccer one time, and I was like, and that is enough and that of that. concludes my journey. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did one, like, the team version, and then, or maybe I didn't. I played one. Ver- I, I played enough for me to know that I would never like it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, this is, I don't know. This is, like, this feels, like, embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, like again, the announcement of this stuff like isn't bad. Like, I think this is fine. It just feels like when people are waiting for these next games to come out, and then this is the announcement. It just is a little anticlimactic. Yeah, but one hundred percent. Um, so there you go. Is this going to get you to buy Switch Sports? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because the one thing I was concerned about was my my Premier League score, whatever it is. What? I don't know. Like, don't they have like a league system that they came out with? Oh, oh, oh no, no, the 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 new like S tier and whatever yeah, that yeah. they were mentioned. I, yeah, whatever that was called. Yeah, thing. That's, yeah, that's gotcha. what I'm missing. Yeah, finally. So is Infinity score better than S tier? Yeah, yeah, yep. Okay. Infinite. 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 And ah, ah, ah yeah. I like what you did there. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Justin, you remember Neopets? Oh, do I do you ever? ever have Neopets? Oh, I love Neopets. Neopets was like a, a pandemic in my house before pandemics were like things that were bad. Like we talked about, like it was like we had to have a schedule on a board about which one of us could be playing Neopets at any oh, given that's time. So fun. It'd be like, all right, from nostalgic. 10 to 11, you got it, Justin. And then from 11 to noon, Jennifer's got it. And then and like, and we'd like literally like every day check our dailies this was like this was like the free-to-play game before free-to-play happened because we were like all about this stuff neopets makes me sad because it would never happen again no with the way that the internet has become uh this just would never happen again this just this just completely free like no cost sort of thing yeah so um i played a fuck ton of neopets when i was a kid um i had a jub jub that i loved to death uh they were all named peter jr and uh, my username, PeterPete385, apparently has been hacked. <laughs> what? Hacked. Neopets tweeted out, which, by the way, hey, Neopets, how are you? Are you good? Flash is no longer available. So, like, is your website just broken? <laughs> it was all Flash games. Um, wonderfully they tweeted wonderfully this great out. Flash games. Uh, they were. There was, a, there was a very good choose your own adventure game. Mirka Chase? Don't remember that one. Do you remember the one where you play as the, like, uh, as like a dragon, and you swing your little sword, but it doesn't swing very far, yep. so it's yep. really hard. Yeah, uh, you could like make your own levels. Yep. We'd make. I would spend hours doing that. Um, or was it when there was like every summer there was like the World Cup sort of thing that they did? Okay, so as we're talking, you know talking about, about this, Peter, I think if I recall, when I was your English teacher. Didn't we, yeah. this come up at one point and we checked my Neopets and then we found out that my account got deleted? So I made you a Neopets account. Yep. It might have been after we found out that your account got deleted. Yep, yep. and it was after um, that. And we tried to remake the, the the creatures of my Neopets. Well, I definitely tried to remake, uh, before you had Archie, uh, Snickers was the dog in your life. Yeah. And uh, so I definitely did make uh, Snickers as a Neopet. Yeah. And I think that was the last time 
I ever thought yeah, about Neopets. <laughs> <laughs> Until right now, uh, they tweeted this. Neopets recently became aware that customer data may have been stolen. We immediately launched an investigation assisted by a leading forensics firm. Uh, we are also engaging law enforcement and enhancing the protections for our system and our user data. It appears that email addresses and passwords used to access Neopets accounts may have been affected. We strongly recommend that you change your Neopets password. <laughs> Which is a funny sentence. Um, if you use the same passwords on other websites, we recommend that you also change those passwords. As our investigation continues, we will update you as appropriate. We truly appreciate your patience and understanding this time. Thank you. I'm going to Neopets.com right now. Yeah, I did. The first thing you get that announcement, first thing you show up there, it also tells you that Neopets is going mobile. Oh. Oh, that's kind of fun. So... Are there games? Uh, no. Not on the mobile or in general? So I'm on Neopets.com, and there are two drop. There, there are three options. One login, two sign up, three support. That makes sense. Sorry, there are five options. And then we got merch, which is just Neopets merch that you can buy. And then there's community, which is just their Twitter account, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. There's nothing... Like, there's not Neopets stuff anymore. <laughs> Uh, and then featured news and updates is a section, and it's just blank. <laughs> well, maybe you got to log in first because there's we have made updates to bring back the maps of Moltara, Fairyland, Haunted Woods, Croc Island, Ludor, and Meridel. So I was about to sign up, and then I remembered what we just read <laughs> happened to people, <laughs> and I'm like, not I really do this. think this is like a, a marketing ploy by Neopets to get people to remember them and do what you just almost did. I mean, we all remember. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. We all remember, but like, yeah, Neopets this, this is isn't like, a website anymore. It's like a computer program that's like running in the background. That's always constantly taking up like one percent of your computer, like your mental yeah, RAM. Yeah, yeah. You just don't notice it, and then one day you're like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. So um, there we go. <laughs> uh, I, there's, I mean, not really much else to this other than just like remember Neopets. Well, they're fucked. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I guess it's coming to mobile. Uh, I mean, like, what is that? I guess it's just like a revamped experience because you can't use any of the games or anything like that. But there you go. Um, Justin, let's talk about Persona 5. We don't talk about it enough on this show. We don't? Um, oh, okay. It's coming to Switch. Did you hear? It is coming to Switch. And I am excited for that, For to hear your thoughts on the game. Because yep. um, I imagine you'll play. You'll probably take you, what, like a month and a half to play it and beat it? Probably. We'll see what time of year it is. That sounds about right. Like October. emotionally. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, October. So if that gives you any sort of hmm. emotional understanding. A few. Yeah. This should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, well, it is being re-released, obviously, for the Switch. Or I guess re uh, I guess released for the first time on the Switch. Uh, it's coming to Xbox, coming to PC, and it's being re-released on PlayStation. Uh, for There's a PlayStation 5 version that's coming. And Atlas has confirmed that hey if you want this version of the game you are going to have to buy it again there's not an upgrade path um you don't get a free ps5 version of it if you have the ps4 version of it and um people are pretty upset about this justin what do you think do you think it's right to be upset that you need to rebuy play uh persona 5 royal if you want the ps5 version of it um, I, I think you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, why would I need the PS5 version to begin with? Um, 
Yes. And if it's one of those situations where, well, I already own the PS4 version because I have it this, I should get it for free. I don't know if that's the best reason. Um, but, like, I think this is more for the people who are just playing it for the first time. So you got the definitive experience. You want to buy it for the first time. You get the PS5 version. Um, I don't know if you need to necessarily go out of your way to buy this game again if you're a fan and you've already played it and you want to play it again. Am I correct in saying that or am I wrong? No, you're like 100% right. At least to me. Like, I, I just don't understand like what I would get out of a PS5 version of this. If I had, I mean, like maybe you buy it and this, you know, you transfer the save over and then like all the trophies pop at the same time. That's kind of fun. But if this is like a, a wholly separate version and like the way that they're talking about this, I imagine it sort of seems like, uh, there wouldn't be a, a save transfer Right. option right so so like th- that wouldn't even be a thing so you wouldn't be able to be like oh you know i started persona 5 royal like two years ago when it came out and you know i just never got around to it so i'll try the ps5 version like you probably starting from the beginning again uh but yeah i mean i mean I, okay i'm gonna open a can of worms here are you ready for it all right what, what does that sound like when you open it oh come on uh <laughs> That was me noodling like worms that. out I like with that, that fork. I'm gonna be. I've, I'm going to school to be a foley artist. That's great. Um, <laughs> I'm on board. Yeah, thanks, man. So, okay, let's talk about the PlayStation Five. Uh, I like the games that are made by Sony on the PlayStation Five. I think Sony has a very narrow mind about what a video game can be. All of those games, they're great. They play the same. They're about sad people going and doing some stuff in the third-person perspective where they have some stealth elements, they have some third-person combat, they have some uh, ranged combat. They're, they're, they're kind of cookie-cutter. I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm saying that mechanically they're kind of cookie-cutter. They all use this really realistic facial rendering systems you know, and, and have these well-written games that are sort of like prestige movies or TV shows or whatever. I'm not saying that's bad. I like that shit. I'm going to buy The Last of Us Part 1 when it comes out. I'm not saying that's bad, but I am saying it's a very narrow way to look at what video games can be. The PlayStation 5 is made so that Sony can make more video games exactly like those. And so the computational power of the PlayStation 5 is going to be best used by first-party PlayStation Studios that are going to make games like Spider-Man, like Ratchet & Clank, like Last of Us, like Horizon, right? Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah. All these other studios, some of them are, are do try and, and do that sort of realistic rendering and stuff like that, but a lot of other ones take a look at the limitations of the hardware, and they say, okay, how can we make a game inside that hardware that just uses what, the, what it uses, that's your Persona 5. Persona 5 runs on the PS4. It runs on the PS3, y'all. Persona 5 Royal runs on the PS4. It'll run on the PS5. But there's nothing that's about the PS5 that's going to enhance what it can be. Because it was made to work with the hardware limitations of the PlayStation 4. Yeah, it might load a little bit faster. But generally, a lot of the loading times in that game, are, first of all, are pretty much on par with what you're going to be getting on the PlayStation 4, uh, 5 regardless. But also, they said, okay, it takes a second to load between days. Well, let's just like put a cool calendar in there and that's a loading screen. And it like sort of tells you a little bit of information about what the day is going to be like. Okay, great. 
if that loads faster, it doesn't really matter because it's like you're just going to be missing that information. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is already built into the game. What are you going to get out of this PlayStation 5 version? Yep, yeah, okay, it'll be at 60 frames per second, but it's great in 30. <laughs> yeah. It was great in 30 on the, on the in the base version. You know what I'm saying? And if people are upset by it, like, get the PlayStation 4 version or don't get this game. And, yeah. you know, ultimately we're talking about a game that's being released on the Switch as well. And I'm sure the Switch version is not the same version as the PS5 version, but, like... It just I imagine it just runs probably, at a lower yeah. frame rate. Yep. So, like, I'm, you know... Yeah. But like the PS5 version doesn't get ray tracing all of a sudden. It doesn't right, get like right. better faces or, or shadows because that was made with the limitations of the hardware in mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yep. like an upgrade isn't going to be like, oh, the faces look way better because that's not how it works with these sorts of games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're what what Atlas is probably doing. They've released. They're releasing this game at the best it can be. The 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 finest tuned it can be for a bunch of other systems like the series x and they're like well we already have like how to do it we might as well just do it for playstation we'll do it again we'll release them all together so no matter where you are you can get this like i really think part of this isn't necessarily catered towards playstation people like they're not not. specifically trying to mess with playstation people they're just releasing this and they're doing it through every place you could play games right now um right pc2 yep so like There it's just go. one of those things where it's like this is just the newest version, right. and it's it's kind of arbitrarily getting a PS5 version because it is perfect on the PS5. Like already, like I played on the PS5, it's great on the PS5. Like there's nothing else. Like better hardware isn't going to change that game really at all. Right. Like right. I, so I don't really know what they want. I guess again a higher frame rate, but 30 frames per second isn't bad. It's fine. Right. Like it. Like that game didn't ever have frame rate dips. I don't think. Like at least in my experience, like it, it's perfectly fine and like i think ultimately uh, the bigger critique is how complicated this stuff is nowadays yes how agreed. whether you ps4 ps5 like what version are you getting where does it matter like sometimes like you can buy like you can maybe go to the playstation store intending to buy a certain version you get the other version instead of it like there's there's a lot of confusing things not just with the playstation i think with all of these versions about how you're playing the game optimally and i think that is you know the it's not so much that it's a problem with like specifically console gaming necessarily like this is just like the issue with pc gaming now put on consoles yeah about how to find the best version what's the most optimal way to play the game you want to play it um and it's just kind of like the future of what gaming is right now it's not as easy as just buying the one thing you gotta look and think about it which i don't think is a bad thing as a consumer go figure no not at all not at all and uh, to reiterate again I'm not saying that the PlayStation games are bad. I'm just saying that, like, they are being made to fit the hardware that Sony is also making. Whereas, uh, and the newer hardware is going to be done also in service of those types of games. Whereas games that don't have that first-party stuff going on, like, are going to be trying to have a different plan and work within the hardware. So, there you go. My two cents about it. It's fine. Persona 5 Royal is great, and you can buy it for, like, a dollar on the PlayStation five, four store, five store. Like just get it there. Uh, yeah. Near automata. Ugh. We love it. Such uh, a great it's something game. of an enigma, something of an enigma. Uh, there's a lot of secret content in it. And Yoko Taro, the game's uh, creative director said last year that the final secret had been found within the game. Uh, what is that? Like, four to five years after it came out that was 2017 so 
or maybe it was 2018. Um, yeah. So that's like pretty. That's pretty impressive that there is so much in that game. Um, but a new player, someone on Reddit, posted this video of them playing as A2 in the in the second half of the game. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> yeah, where they go into like that area where um, there's like that. It's all white, and there's like that church area. And so they end up jumping down, and then they find this door, and they open it, and inside the door starts to like start turning. Uh, the, the The hallway starts to like turn. It's it's like uh, control or like psychonauts, or there's that spot in the um, the grass temple, the forest temple in Ocarina of Time that like spins the hallway around, and then the footage ends. Um, and everyone's like, "Hey, what?" <laughs> Because they can't recreate it. Uh, the person who posted the video also says, like, I can't recreate this happening. I did something that made this door open. Uh, or not even door open. Made there be a door here. Um, and so some people were saying, like, oh, it could be modded. But other people have pointed out, like, no, the modding scene for Nier Automata, like, isn't that detailed, isn't that good yet. So, like, should this be a mod, it would be unlike anything we've really seen. So I guess there's not much to say about this. Other than like, that's weird, because it's not a bug, it's not a glitch. Like, there's clearly some stuff designed in there. There are some items inside. Um, what do you think about this? So the realist in me is is like, oh great, there's something in a game that someone found that probably is going to lead to nothing. That's the realist in me. That's true. The tinfoil hat guy is like, this means that something has happened with another near game coming out. I would love that, you know, and like, I think if this is something that's coming out and that is like in the game specifically, I hope um, that this what this is just like a marketing thing. And I think it's kind of a brilliant because this is the kind of like crazy stuff near would do about having this like random door open that becomes like a real life like campaign to try to find something. And it leads to like an announcement yeah. or a secret about the next upcoming project. Um uh, but if, you know, we've learned anything from our favorite video game, Abandoned, um, it's sometimes, you know, your tinfoil hat theories are uh, the dream theories and the the more realistic theory is the one you should go with. Sometimes when you put your tinfoil hat on, you look in the mirror and you just look like a dope. I thought you were going to say like, you look like a Hershey's Kiss. You also do look like a Hershey's Kiss, but you also kind of just look like a dope. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Uh maybe this will lead to something maybe not this sort of seems like um this sort of seems to me a little bit like one of those things where we will learn about this later <laughs> this is sort of still un unwrapping uh, or or we might not this might also be one of those things that just never turns into anything it's gonna change your lives i know it it's gonna tell us who's gonna win the presidential election in 2020. I don't even want to think about that. I just, I, every day I think about that and I cry a little bit. I know. Yeah. Get me out of this country. Get me off this planet. Let's go find a place of our own. Justin, let's let's wrap up the news here. I mean, sorry, the news has been wrapped up. Um, let's talk about the games we've been playing. I, I know we, we played a little bit of Stray. You said you beat it. I have not beaten it yet. I'm, it seems like I'm right at the end there. Um, but I also I touched Escape Academy, which we mentioned last week as a as an avid fan of escape rooms. I haven't finished it. Uh, I feel like I'm a little past halfway. Uh, have you played it? Did you touch it at all? I have not. I have not. So thoughts. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's not Game Pass. Uh, it's on Game Pass. That's exactly how much I would have wanted to pay for this. 
Uh, it's like got some fun the, puzzles the two, to it. $200 that you've spent that you've not really thought about it, all the months that you've left your uh, Game Pass subscription go renewed without it, using anything it, on it. You know, this is something interesting that I imagine we'll save for a Patreon exclusive episode about like actually going back and looking at the amount of games that I've played on Game Pass and you as well. Uh, I think I play probably one thing a month on Game Pass. Probably um, close, yeah. And and so Escape Academy is definitely one of them. Uh, yes, I'm happy to have paid nothing for this. Not that it's a bad game, um, but it's just one of those games that like, yeah, I enjoy it, but it's it's not something I think is for everyone. I think if you like Escape Rooms, check it out. But I think if not, like you won't get anything you, out of this. Can you play this with more than one person? Yeah, so there's like a co-op mode um, where I think they give you co-op puzzles. I've heard it leaves something to be desired. I haven't checked it out because I just don't, have anyone to play with but um yeah i i can't really speak to that okay at this point okay okay fair 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 um but yeah i mean escape rooms are always fun in my opinion uh and and some of the puzzles are good some of them are not very good uh but yeah i i i think it's charming it's probably not it's not something i really think about in between playing it there's like a little story going on but it's like super bare bones Um, did you hear about, I think I was listening to Giant Bombcast, they talked about an escape room that they went to, uh, like a Resident Evil 7 themed one that you do. What? And like, they literally have actors come in, um, the, what, what's the name of the family? The Baker family? The Baker family comes in, like, so the dad comes in and part of the escape room is like finding out how to get him, like, to kill him. That's so, where is this? I think it's in London, so it might not okay, be cool. accessible to you. But if it ever is, like, that would be something, like, I was listening to them talk about it, and I was like, oh, Peter would do this. He would fly there. He would do it. Wait, there's one in L.A., too? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait, Peter, come back. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, it's from I Am 8-Bit. This is so fucking cool. Wait a second. Hold on. When did this happen? Experience national tour. Uh oh. In twenty in twenty seventeen. That's not. Oh, that's a ideal. while ago. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I would do that, and like I imagine this is the sort of thing that would pop up in Chicago, maybe. Oh yeah, I mean Chicago is like you'll they'll get the stuff eventually. It might be a little bit like worn, a little bit like out of date. Like by the the Baker family makeup will be kind of gross by that time, but. They did do a Chicago event for this, March 8th through April 2nd, 2017. Um, so we missed it by just a little bit. Just I would a couple done, years. I would have done this in a heartbeat. This would have been so freaking fun. Whatever. Uh, sadness. Sad. Next sad. time. Next time. Yeah. Except now it's Lady Demetresque. That'd be great. Yeah. You're like hiding and they're like stomping around, like opening cabinets and stuff. Being like, are you in here? Um, oh, that'd be so scary. What, what happens if she catches you? It's just an awkward <laughs> encounter. Like, oh, uh, you weren't supposed to uh, be there. <laughs> like, uh, uh, you so, should have been. Uh, yeah, no, this is really cool. Uh, I would have done this in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah, but Escape Academy, it is fine. Um, it is escape room puzzles that are mediocre. Uh, I, I think the fun of an escape room is doing it in person. So, like, something is lost there. And I also like to do them with my friends. Um, but it's also nice to not have to pay thirty dollars for one. Oh yeah 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 thirty what one are you going to that's an affordable one <laughs> well uh, i mean if you're breaking it up between between your group depending on how many people you get going 
Um, um, yeah, so there you go. I have not played Escape Academy yet. It is something that's downloaded on the, the sex box, and I'm hoping to play it soon. Uh, but I did play As Dusk Falls on What'd you think? my sex box. I am about, I think we're almost done with Chapter 2. Um, okay. And so far, I like it a lot. Um, I like the animation style. It's unique. It makes just like kind of like basic scenes a little bit more interesting. Um, yeah. I like the story. I mean, the whole story is kind of centered around like uh, a hostage situation, at least the chapters I'm in. I think it changes a little bit later. Um, but uh, so far, no one's died. So that's good. But I'm sure people will as part of the story. <laughs> you said you're... Chapter two, almost done. At the end of chapter two? Yeah. Okay. Like, basically, I chose to take one person out of the hostage situation. Oh, okay, yeah. So you are you are past a place where someone had died for me. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Or uh, maybe not. Uh, unclear. Go okay. on. Um, and uh, the the problems with the game are that I think some of the the um interactions that you do to make to keep yourself invested in the game feel a lot like uh, like dated like for example like you're doing chores and it's like here are three quick time events that you have to do do this chore (laughs) and i'm like oh my god this takes me back to playing heavy rain when you're trying to like pick up a coffee cup and it feels like i'm doing like physics trying to like make my dumb character just pick up a coffee cup or something like that so there's some of that stuff that's just kind of like we don't need this as part of the game um one of the things i think is kind of cool is they have these like moments though when you like look at a room and then you move your cursor around, and then you can find, like, different things to do. Um, some of them are kind of secret ones. Some of them are more obvious ones. And, like, what you pick kind of can depend, like, can kind of change the outcome. Like, you might have time to look at three items, but there's, like, five things there. So you have to choose what are the best three things to do. Yeah. And you don't really know the right answers to them. So it's kind of like, you know, uh, almost like a Where's Waldo kind of puzzle that you're doing and trying to choose the best stuff. Um and, uh, you know, so far I'm pretty engaged in the story. I do feel like I wish it was a little bit more of a linear story. There's a lot of, like, flashbacks in time and how they're telling you this stuff. So there's plenty of times when something's really interesting is happening, and I'm just taken out of that interesting part to a less interesting part that's giving story context, which is fine. It just is, like, the pace of it isn't keeping me to, like, want to keep playing, keep playing, keep playing, because there's enough moments of, like, slower time that are, like kind of just making me not invested in it that's interesting because for me uh, i really appreciate the way that it sort of jumps back and forth because for something like the quarry so much time is spent setting things up yeah yeah that to me it, it sort of becomes a game that like it could be a party game i mean it, it's set up like it could be a party game like the quarry i mean uh but because it takes so long for anything to like actually happen uh it's like well guys we're gonna have to come back tomorrow night too to like actually have this be fun yeah um to, to actually like deliver on the premise whereas this like right at the gate is like here's the situation then it's like 30 minutes earlier and then you do all that stuff which also i thought was kind of fun but then even when you go like last week or whatever um i, I think it's it's kind of cool yeah i think my specific critique with it is that the flashbacks are never as interesting as what you're currently flashbacking from yes. it's just kind of like this is how a relationship got bad <laughs> you know like stuff like that yeah and like yeah, I, again, yeah, yeah it's good about the context it's just not keeping that momentum going so there's always like a stopping point it's not like that that choose your own adventure when it's kind of like that cliffhanger at the end of each part that makes me want to go back to it so whenever i get to the flashback i'm like oh, okay i gotta go through this to get to the next part but yeah um the other thing i really don't like is 
Um, what's the main character's name? The guy. Vincent. Vincent. Vince. Uh, his fashion choice needs some work, but that's not what I don't white like. White t-shirt, cargo shorts? No, white t-shirt, cargo shorts, Converse, Argyle socks. Dude. Dude. Try. It's 1998. Yeah. The man's killing it. Uh, killing? Okay, maybe. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> I mean, um, like, everyone's like, damn, that guy's stylish as fuck. Like, <laughs> um, some of the voice acting is a little inconsistent. I think Vincent is not great. He, he is um, Deus Ex guy. Yeah, and Adam and Jensen. And you can tell, because yeah. he's like, and uh, let me tell you, here? Adam Jensen's like, voice is not hell? my favorite part about <laughs> that game. You know what I mean? No. Like, Yes. He just sounds like he's like, it, it doesn't fit the animation to me, at least his voice. And there's yeah. a couple other characters that just don't. It doesn't sound like they all have were told like the same direction or recorded on the same mics, which maybe they didn't. But that's true. It's it, that's a possibility. The I mean, you can't like really, at least in my opinion, criticize child actors yeah. that much because they're children. Um, but and, you know, sometimes, coming? and sometimes maybe <laughs> sometimes you know you don't want to have the the adult doing children voices yeah. for more authentic experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but the child actors in this are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the girl, the little girl is really bad. And then she's not. There's a little boy that you're going to meet that is terrible. Oh, no. and, it, and he's doing his best. He's a kid actor. Like what? You know, he's he's a kid. He's not going to be like out here giving me. He's not Daniel Day Lewis. But uh, yeah, it is like one of those things. We're like, oh, no, oh no, oh no, God, we're stuck with that guy the whole scene. Anyway, you hear like the dog barking in the background as he's like recording it on his cell. I'm phone. like an iPhone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think overall, like the, none of my criticisms with the game would would not make me recommend this game to someone. And with it being yeah. on Game Pass, with it being by creative directors of uh, like people who are on Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls, like. I, I feel like it is it's a good version of those kind of games with hopefully a better yeah. work culture than Quantic Dream. <laughs> yeah, one would hope. One would uh, hope. You got you got David Cage out of there, so you're automatically doing a lot better. Yep. Um yeah, I really like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, I've not I've not gone back to finish that second playthrough, uh, which I will be doing hopefully maybe this week. Depends. Xenoblade is like just such a like such a monster but, yeah, but it'll be fun you'll love it i'm sure i will like it but it's one of those things where it's like well this is what i'm doing yeah <laughs> um, justin do you have two platinums to talk about here no just one is my second platinum of the year um oh i got the platinum for jack and daxter the precursor legacy is that the first one or the that's the first one second? they called yeah, okay. it the jack and daxter one jack one jack, jack and daxter one. okay gotcha um gotcha, yeah gotcha. uh i uh it wasn't the best platinum but it wasn't the worst um the the things that made it like not great were some of the the collectible eggs uh yeah, it was yeah. just really hard to track which ones you missed but um overall i really did end up enjoying that game um i found out that it wasn't my controller that was bad it's just the physics of the game uh like the, whenever i would have a trouble jumping cuz remember last week i said like whenever i double jump i'd sometimes think my controller was bo- broken yeah. it's just the physics of it like if you already start going down, you can't double jump. So it's not like that kind of double jump. You have to like basically oh, like time it so it's jump jump every time you want to double jump. So you couldn't like redirect yourself midair. Um, but again, the the biggest sin of this game is the camera control uh, being inverted left and right 
and you the camera control itself is horrible and you really started to feel that during playing like during the platinum run when you're trying to look for some of this stuff uh but overall i really enjoyed the game and it is one of my favorite older platformer games that i played from the ps2 era well, so dang. there it's cool that you um it's cool that you can go back and get trophies for some of those older games i know we talked about this when they announced that they were doing that because there wasn't was there a remaster of yeah this i think this was a ps4 or a ps3 remaster that they that they did so even though it's on the service i do want to go back and play some of these other older games that are new to the trophies uh but yeah this one was already redone but okay um, i still think like adding adding those extra things make a game more playable and it just makes it more fun and once i beat the game i was like you know i could do this and it won't be too hard um it turned out to be like a 10 hour additional thing <laughs> but, no, there you go. but it was still it was an enjoyable 10 hours it wasn't like a repetitive redundant 10 hours like sure a ton of different tasks to do all the side quests the characters are fun good game i like it go naughty dog well there you go there you go um we'll be talking about naughty dog again later in the year with more as more of this last of us stuff uh breaks didn't really know how to say that <laughs> As more news happens. Uh, hey, I think that's our show. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate your time. It's all you can give us. Oh, wait. It's not. If you're Uh-oh. interested in supporting our show, helping us keep the lights on, and also getting a little bit of something in return, you can head on over to patreon.com slash hitbox pod, as mentioned earlier uh in the episode just as jay noel and dave parker did and pledge us a little bit of cash should you feel so inclined um you can pledge one dollar to get your uh name put in the episode description of every episode I'll probably read it off too depending on how many people show up i just read off jay noel and dave parker twice now. there it is wow. the second time that was like a bonus read exactly you get that one for free take that to the cash uh, sorry take that to the bank and cash it it got away from me. What I'm trying to say is $1 supports us in a major way, and we truly appreciate it. But if you would like to pledge $3, uh, you're going to be getting quite a bit of stuff from there. Uh, we record an additional 30-minute show every single week that you can find on there that you get access to. Things like a quarry spoiler cast, a conversation about cities in video games. And then I think we're about to do some stuff, some fun stuff with the video game Stray uh, in just a few minutes after we're done here that uh, only those people have access to. If you are listening for free, that's also okay. You want to go ahead and drop us a follow on Twitter at HitboxPod or join us on Discord. The link to that uh, Discord server is in the description of this episode here. Um, If you've got any thoughts on the episode, whether that's talking about As Dust Falls, um, Persona 5 coming back (laughs) for probably full price, Neopets, uh, the delays from Ubisoft, Black Panther game, Last of Us Part 1, Stray, whatever it is, we want to hear about it. You can... Talk to us on our Twitter page. Again, that's at HitboxPod, or join us on Discord and talk to us there. Uh, Justin, am I forgetting anything? You're forgetting. I'm working on the new sign-off with, with all the stuff we got to mention. You're plug. forgetting to give yourself a pat on the back for doing an awesome job oh. on that sign-off right there. Yeah, I get a nice pat on the back. Yeah. And, Justin, you know, as I explained to you before we started recording, that I slept funny on my back, so that felt really nice. You know, sometimes you just need that. Oh, by the way, I appreciate the care which, there. Yeah. this is only for people on the video. Do you see this? I mean, it's just me. So, yes, I do. So, is that one yeah, of those this back is, This things? is like a back 
massager thing that it's like you pull yeah. it on your back and it is like my favorite thing in the world. So if you sleep funny, you just put it here and you just like pull up and it's like, I just, oh, it gets, it gets mm. really good. So mm. I don't know what it's called. It looks like an S kind of thing. Um, looks like an S that got sick. It's got a bunch of like, <laughs> like, a lot of like humps. It looks like a abomination. <laughs> yeah. the, From like Marvel the, stuff? Yeah, the Hulk abomination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that will help you with your, with your back problem. Okay, uh, so if you want to just share that with me, uh, I'll come pick it up at some point. <laughs> um, hey, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it always and forever. We'll catch you next week talking about, I don't know, probably Xenoblade and more. Uh, until then, always remember, old games are old. Bye. Bye. I'll stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>